Pops sucks so much. That was strange, right? <laughs> it's terrible. I don't know what to make of it. We are. We are at under whites MMA on Twitter. On Twitter, without the the. There's no the kids. That's right. Gmail. Hit under em. the lights MMA at um, gmail.com. I was gonna say on Twitter. No, if it's not on Twitter, <laughs> under the lights MMA. At gmail.com. At gmail.com if you want to send us uh, you know, a mailbag question or anything. Any feedback you want, us. but we are dedicating a particular segment called Empty the Mailbag, M-A-L-E, bag, dudes, sack, emptying it, removing whatever contents are within that. Why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. I understand. So as always, after we do that to begin the show, for, if we have new listeners, which uh, we'll get into. Right. Um, I think it's important to set the stage and the table, if you will, for yeah, A, yeah. what the episode would be about, but also our whereabouts, because we do jump around a lot recently. We, we, we jump around. Yeah, we're back to the original studios at Lombard MMA's apartment. We jump around. Yes, House of Pain, I got it. We jump, that, jump. But I also want to address right off the bat jump up my again. voice or lack thereof. Down. Listen. <laughs> I feel like what you do every episode in yeah. the beginning, like I try to again captain the ship, yeah. try to get us started, yeah. and, I try to and you just try to derail us as much as possible yeah. to the point where you, you just you almost want to be like, all right, let's just scrap the whole thing. Right. So don't do that. I'm trying to test you to see if you want to do this because I don't want to do this. <laughs> really? I'm just kidding. Uh, are you wow, you were actually that was a genuine. He was really upset about that. Yeah. I well, listen, I don't have much going on in my life. That's true. Yeah. So that was, this oof. is a passion project that we were obviously hoping turns into something. But I need to pick and choose my spots, but I'm going to fuck around. That was dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll take it serious. Almost lost the dude. There. I, I spent and in order, I'm not going to mention to you. Well, maybe to you, but off air, I don't want get this hand motion. Yeah, I don't here. know what's Damn, going on there. Shit. Very feminine. I don't want the lady knowing how much I spent on the, the, the matted thing that I made for the podcast. That's she, true, Because A, would too. kill me, and That's B, true. she's like, you spend yeah. more money on the podcast yeah. than you are on me and our relationship. Certainly not saving for a ring if you're doing stuff oh, like that. wow. Wow, that's going to cause problems. Wait, yeah, it me. sure is. You really are. Really Sorry, just, man. That's I'm what stirring I'm shit up. I'm feeling good today. Now, I want, I want okay. to promise the audience and yep. you that I'm yep. not going to react or talk about any of the football that's well on. don't make empty promises i mean it's going to be hard well that's i've gotten 34 almost 35 years like this that yeah. you've gotten to this point yeah with empty promises right that, yeah so, so I mean, and it's going great that's so what I'm I'm to, to my point i'm <laughs> trying to get to that okay it's working for you that's where i'm going so yeah well let's just let's just hop right into it and i'm gonna apparently look, go through puberty look. on this episode because my voice is all jacked up and yeah. why is it jacked up it's jacked up because... Uh, well, I said you're up for a good joke there. Yeah, like, yeah, because of all the abuse. Uh, right. No, but... All those objects you keep shoving down there. Like we like we said we were going to be... <laughs> said we said we were going to be doing is we went to UFC 230 last night. We most night. certainly did. And it was it was a blast. We had a really good time. And actually the day before we attended well, the presser and right. the... The weigh-ins. And the weigh-ins. Which was, again... I mean, Unbeknownst to me, I didn't know that the weigh-ins were associated <laughs> yeah, we with that got whole this, thing. I saw this clown. I'm not going to get into the whole details of meeting up and all... You know, yeah. Whatever. But we go into MSG, the, the theater, and they're doing... I told them that the John Jones and the Cyborg Nunez... John Jones! <laughs> ...press conference is going down. And then I, I, you did not know that the weigh-ins for the fights were right after. Yeah, so I, don't know what, I don't know what went on there. Yeah, we're big MMA guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, which was a great time. We did a little networking. And really good got time. Got some subscribers, and uh, hopefully they're listening today, which would be nice. That was a really, really, really good time. And, and frankly, like I was saying, it was refreshing to be... At one of those events, like we always say, these guys are like, it's so much easier to get up close and personal with like 
the Chales and the Ariels and all the things like we'll, we'll drop in here, like the, yeah. of the happenings of the last couple of days. But when you go to something like that, it's even more of an intimate setting because you can go get a beer. There's no lines for anything. There's no lines for yeah. the pisser. You know, you're in and out of the police. We didn't even realize you needed to have a ticket, even though it was free admission. So we go in, we have to go through security to get a ticket to supposedly go all the way back outside online to wait in a mob of people to go back through security again. So Dan and I were like, now we're good. We just grabbed the tickets inside, just went right up the escalator. And um, escalator was actually a big part of the theme of this weekend. Well, it's interesting about it, but this is all the stuff I said we don't need to go into. And then you just went into all Yeah, the- yeah. Well... I tend to do stuff like that. I'm, you no, know, I'm all hopped, you know, I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew this morning. I'm fucking full of piss and vinegar. I don't know what's going on with me. I should be hungover. I'm feeling great. Because it's just it's been about 48 hours of straight drinking. I think. Yeah, I feel fucking great. I know. Tiger blood. Yeah, I'm gonna be hurting tomorrow. I feel like. Well, yesterday I was really hurting after the weigh-ins because things got really out of hand, guys. Well, like, let's talk about the obligations. That you had the following day, so we so uh, we get yeah, we get really tuned up. Just throw me under the bus, yeah, huh? directly under the bus. What's better for audience than just yeah? But I think it, it speaks to how how dedicated I am to the pot. So go ahead. Okay, that's great. Okay, you could you could. What did I skip on Friday way? to go to the weigh-ins and the press conference? A poor, innocent, lonely woman's week mm-hmm. probably would have meant the world to her had you been there. Mm-hmm. Okay, you forego that with a bigger vision, bigger picture. You say. We'll do this with my, my partner here. We'll go and, uh, you know. My partner. Yeah, your life partner. Yeah. We'll go. We'll attend, you know, the presser. We'll attend the weigh-ins. And then in the morning, I'll be sure, yeah. absolutely sure to go the to the family. funeral. I told the family. Everybody to needs funeral. to know that you're going to be there. You're yep. going to commit to it. And then what'd you do? I did not go to the funeral. Didn't go. Did you even consider it? I, no, I literally, I, the church is like literally two, no, three houses away, oh. which makes it even worse. I got up 10 minutes before. I kept postponing my alarms which is what I do every day for work and then I, I got I grabbed my suit out yep. of the the closet or more that, even yeah and I look at it I look at the time I go nope and I went right back to bed wow cause I was gonna skip the shower I didn't have time for shower all the time God, I rest your soul yeah so I mean for the audience I, well hopefully it doesn't come across this but it's my landlord's mother mm. she lived in the first floor I live on the second floor yeah so it's not a good look he might just be like, now you need to get the fuck out of my house because you didn't come to my mother's wake. Or and we, we've talked about this. I mean, you haven't really stayed put too long. Yes, it's true. So there's a there's a propensity here for you to maybe... It's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like you're finding ways to just get... Well, you know what I'm doing. I mentioned it before. I'm just using my over. way to move into here. <laughs> That's right. We're going, we're going to bounce around. Again, but we always want you to know where we are, like we say. So we are yeah. at... Under the OG lights. We're yes. in the OG oh, studios over here. They're on. Um, and they're on. And it feels great. It feels great. Uh, we're back on the couch. We're cracking BLs. And, and uh, we got some Sunday football in the background. And again, like Dan said, we'll do everything we can to not get, you know, hyper distracted here. But it is it is a it is a holiday, like, like we said on the previous. So, so look, it's episode Trace. Um, and what better way to bring in Trace than than on the heels of another phenomenal event, dude? Right there in our backyard. And and again, like we say it all the time, well, you know, and of course we we would much rather the Dustin Diaz fight be there, yeah. Uh, Rocco not to fall out, like you know, like it fell apart, and not to force the the championship fight, heavyweight fight that we knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to that with our picks and everything too. But uh, but for what it was. It was, a, it was a lot of finishes, a lot of fun fights. Yeah. 
even the other cards and whatnot. We had a we had a we had a good laugh with Eubanks and Roxanne. Oh my gosh, and, uh, we we had a great time. We always have a great time. Yeah, and, and honestly, the atmosphere was really really good last night. There was it always yeah. takes a couple like key moments throughout the night. You can get just decision fests, and and it's really really dull and and flatline. But like this thing had a pulse last night, and I thought there were some moments we'll get into that really sparked the crowd, and it was difficult for you know, to come back down from that. So I think that it really, it built up and culminated to the main event, which, you know, which delivered also. So I thought it was a great night. And then obviously uh, we went back to the Fighter Hotel after, and, you know, we we packed in a lot of activity this weekend, um, trying to kind of explore some networking, uh, you know, opportunities. And also we do like to just interface as much as we can with, uh, you know, with the people that... Um, that, that either and camps and... Yeah, yeah, exa- exa- exactly. All the, all the people that are in the close circle or or the fighters so we did a little bit of everything so, well let's start so friday after the presser and weigh-in right we're oh, like geez. i looked up on the embedded which which hotel they were at right so we yeah. go to the marriott marquee or whatever right yeah. <clears throat> amazing hotel it's ridiculous Phenomenal. uh at the presser we're you know talking to people around it's this guy next to me i let him know that's where you need to go if you want to like and he's like oh great 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 so we go. And he's got like the Canon SLR over right, his he's, neck. He's, yeah. he's all in. He's trying to get he's some really good shots. And we get right outside the front of the hotel. We walk over. It's like 12 yep. blocks, right? Who did we run into? I mean, who backpedaled from us? Well, I was going to get to that. Scared out of his mind. We, I go, TJ. Wanted nothing to do with this. He did a step and a half backwards. Didn't even like get into a fight stance. He was shook. He yeah, was scared. He was shook. He knew that we were at under lights at oh, on Twitter yeah. and was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Shook his hand. He gave us the the, the what the, like, well, you dead could, fish hand. You could, you could tell you could tell him exactly how it went down. So you picked up on it, and you had a good social awareness, and you go, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't want it, and you just were outward right. about it. You were going, "What's up, TJ?" And then, and then as I started to approach him, because I saw him after you did, like I didn't register right away that it was him. I was looking up the street. You were kind of just blatantly saying like don't go and approach him he's done he's trying yeah, to just move on yeah, he's trying to move and on. you said out loud like ah oh, he's not trying to have it he's not trying to have it and I <laughs> went up I, I went up oh, I had I walked him back down dapped him up and pulled him in for the hug handshake <laughs> just to just to <laughs> add a little that. bit of extra discomfort to the situation like you made you it very clear that they didn't want well he didn't want the attention whatsoever and I'm like no 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 it's cool though let's hug it out I want a little skin to skin a little, <laughs> Chest to chest with my man Teach. And what was great about it was Young that right after, and I then I go and give the handshake and like give him the uh, all right, you're allowed to go now. We're mm-hmm. not gonna you know murder you as if we could do that. Right. We turn around, boom! The guy that we told yeah. to go there to meet the fighters and whatnot, yep. he's right there. And he's like, oh shit, you were right. Yeah. Today, blah blah blah. Proof was in the pudding. We go as inside. We like here on the pod. Nobody else. Not another soul. I mean, Sean Except Shelby. Yeah. Little Dick Sean. LDS. He was there, and I feel like he remembered us from Brooklyn. He yeah. gave something like, ah. And that, that Brazilian, tra- that Portuguese translator yeah. that we see all the time. But that turn, that whole, um, what we're not going to get into, it was that whole, we just basically had a romantic night in the hotel, going <laughs> to different bars, and yeah. then sitting down. And it well, was we, we were pretty well sure that we found, like, the, the gem, like, the secret, um, you know, the secret to it all. Oh, they're going to be at this... At this location, right. up on the forty eighth floor, difficult to get to. But 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 but, I'm praising Dan like crazy on the on the way up in the <laughs> elevator. I'm like, dude, you cracked the code. We're about to it. go in there. We're gonna kick the door. There's gonna be a bunch of crazy shit going on, and Jones and Brock and all these boys. And we literally walk in. They just seat us next to a family of five. Yep. Um, we're you know we're window side, which is nice in a rotating environment. Yeah, the panoramic views and the patterns, but. 
and other things happen that are not podcast uh, super podcast friendly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but what I was gonna say was which, what was interesting, and maybe we'll jump around a little bit um, as far as the run in with TJ. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, after the fights last night, yeah, I'll get another round in a second. Uh, after last night, who do I uh, who, who do I run into? None no, other than Young Co- No Love. Yeah, Cody No Love. Yep, and uh, I actually lied to him. Just to, did you? Yeah, because everyone. You wait. You were disingenuous with was, somebody. Yeah, can you believe it? There was about five to seven people that were like rushing him for pictures. Okay. And I was like, ah, I was kind of mad at myself for not asking TJ for a picture, especially after seeing Cody, because it would kind of been cool to have like the side by side, like, oh, I got TJ and Cody. Okay. Um, but I was like, oh, I want to get a picture with him. You know what I mean? But like everyone kept asking. I was trying to be nice and be like. Oh, you want me to take that picture for you with your phone, like with people and whatnot? Oh, so there's you one guy, this. Yeah, this guy right, this b- right before me, and you could tell Cody was like, all right, he's kind of had enough, like he just wants to go up to the room or whatever. And I'm like, I'm the last one, but the guy before me, his phone's not working and this and that. I'm like, God, let me just take it with my phone and I'll text it to you. He's like, all right, thanks, blah, blah, blah. So then I, and then Cody's like about to, I'm the last person. I'm like, hey, Cody, I met TJ last night and he was a dick and didn't want to take a picture with me. But do you, and then, so then he, his like, face like, that up. he was like, hilarious. you got it, man. So he brought, he brought oh, it in. I'm yeah. so mad I missed I that. I don't know if I, yeah, I didn't tell you that. <sighs> and I was like, oh, man. And he's like, oh, definitely. So he took a picture, he put it, he gave a, you give a thumbs up, and uh, I look like a tool because I was trying to do the fist, like the obvious when you're taking oh, a picture with a fight the with fist, and now I'm clutching a Bud Light, so it looks like I'm just like really holding on to the Bud Light really tightly because I was worried that Cody was going to take it from me. Yeah. And it's kind of cool taking pictures with 135ers because they kind of look the same size as me. It's unbelievable how tiny these dudes are. Yeah. And they can I mean, TJ's, I was saying, TJ's hand was like, it felt like the most... Precious, delicate yeah. little thing in the world when and I shake his hand. The things he does with those, is yeah, he would hit me a million times before I could even say his full name. You know, it's crazy. What, so, TJ Dillashaw, oh, you son of a bitch! I see what you did. I like that though. It's good. <laughs> it's very good. Some would say cute. <laughs> Some would. Well, I know one would. Um, yeah. So look, it was it was a great uh, it was a great event, um, and that's it. Adios. Yeah, met. Um, Habib's uh, manager as well. Ali. I took a picture with him. And why don't you try left. saying his last name? <laughs> that's why. I mean, that's why I said Habib's manager. Ali. Yeah, just yeah. Everyone know who it was. Right. Oh, I'm gonna attempt to. And uh, we had again. We were keeping the streak streak alive. Yeah. We hung out with Chris Wyman's dad. Oh, we sure did. He was, um, you know, listen. His son just took a brutal loss. That again, we'll get into that fight. He, I think he was winning that fight into that end there, and. Uh, he gave us some life lessons. It was uh, very inspirational. Was, yeah, he was definitely he was kicking, not, kicking some knowledge. Yeah, listen, his son just had a brutal loss, and you know he's trying to deal with that. But he was very fa- fan friendly, and he was embracing us, and like went out of his way to talk to us for a while. Yeah, I actually took a picture of you guys spitting knowledge to each other because he actually thanked you at the end. He said, "No, he thank did. you." And he said, "Thank you for what you said." Not like yeah, little like, like, like some you know, nuggets. He said like that he, he learned something away. from what you said right. about life. It, right. it got real deep there for it a minute. Did. It there did. was metaphors being thrown around, and uh, I thought there life. was a moment there right after the the photo that you took of us. Did you notice when I was taking it? No, I didn't. But uh, but I tried but I just am recollecting this morning. There was a moment right after that where we I looked into his eyes. I thought we were gonna kiss. Thought, you know what? I thought Mr. Wyman and I were going to kiss on, that on the mouth. I picked up yeah. on that vibe, actually. It was close. Yeah. It was close. I always thought that Wyman uh, was Italian, and you know this, yeah. I'm just telling yep. the audience yep. that he's not actually at all. But if his if he that his dad was Italian, then that definitely would have been something that would have happened. Yeah. I feel like. So, you know, we had that going for us. That was a nice, nice way to wrap up the evening. We, uh, I'd say, overstayed our welcome, which we tend to do at the Fighter Hotel. We didn't yeah. cause any stirs or scenes or anything. You don't no. forget you got your headphones yeah, on. No, no. And pull it's the whole not, thing down. It, I think it was good though because it, it wasn't 
it wasn't like last time where there was so many like Rashad. No, I blacked out and already mm-hmm. left, and you got to meet some other people that I yeah. knew that that time. But it wasn't. It was a lot more low key because again, I think Connor wasn't on the card and that. So and it yeah. wasn't as uh, by the main event, the place filled in pretty nicely. I was keeping yeah, my a, eye on that all night. I remember I kept, I kept mentioning like. Uh, I wonder cause the other We were cards, disappointed originally yeah. that that was going to be, you know, then, it, it by, wasn't by, sold out. And by the main card, I mean, I guess it wasn't a sellout, but it, I didn't see that many empty seats by, by the time the, the main event kicked off. Yeah. So, um, so, but it's still like the fighter hotel, or at least one of the fighter hotels, the one that was close by, like it wasn't as jam packed afterwards. Like when we went, like it wasn't, so it, was, it, it lent itself to be more fan friendly and it wasn't so crazy like. There's only two or three people that noticed and took pictures with guys, so yeah. we weren't like all over people. I think I think everybody seems to kind of have like a tendency to just hang around as opposed to feeling like they had to like rush through the lobby door because there was like hordes of people waiting or something. The only thing that we did notice, which was really disappointing and 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 tough to watch and and totally understandable, also in the same vein, was when when they brought Chris, you know, in through the main door there, oh. and you know it was just like. They were kind of just huddled around him. He had his hood over him. And it was like Gian and the family. And um, we ended up seeing Terry, actually, his best friend from Baldwin from home growing up. And the whole they, all the guys kind of just ushered him in and got him into the, uh, the elevator as quick as they possibly could. And I think it's just one of these things, man. You know, I mean, we'll get into all the fights, obviously, and, and some, some more in detail than others. But right. just to see him kind of get to that point, like, again... On his home turf, I know. fighting at the highest level, he's still in his prime, and he's, he, you know, the Yoel thing happened, he had that fight, nothing crazy impressive on his end, I'm not going to overstate it, but he had that fight well in hand, and then in a flash it was over. This one was a bit different, but again, the fight was very much, you know, looking like it was in his comfort zone, yep. he wasn't in significant danger, you know, in any, any other particular moment. Um, and I think there was a sense where finally, okay, Wyman's going to have his moment. And this is probably going to propel him to be next up and, and get the winner of two guys that, frankly, I think he matches up fairly well with, one of which he already beat, obviously, in, in Gastelum. So, right. you know, this was kind of starting to line up nicely. And then, you know, that's it's all it takes. This game is brutal. And uh, and Jacare showed why he seems like he's, he's ageless. I mean, the guy that's is just it's unbelievable. But, God, man, just there was this sense of, like, I don't know how many more times they could kind of put him in this in this situation here. The Rockhold thing was brutal. Well, he's going to drop. He's going to drop in the brutal. rankings. He's going to have to fight someone that's on the lower end of the top ten, and then. I mean, you know, to make it simple, um, some of this stuff just works out really well because it's all on the same card and shit. But the branch thing would be very logical, and that's a very yeah. not a dangerous fight. Um, no, obviously, all these I guys look, don't actually. ever take the things we're saying so literally. Of course, it's fucking dangerous. David Branch is a, is a trained murderer, but. He's not the kind of guy you go in and you're, you're fearing his explosion like you would a Yoel or even a Jacare like we saw. So, you know, or even Luke. All, all those guys are bona fide killers. Um, I like how you're committing to the accent on Jacare. Jacare. Yeah. You like what I did there? Yeah. Because you couldn't remember his name on one of the first episodes. Yes, yeah, so I feel like if I just keep saying it, it'll yeah, make that up. Yeah, get your street cred back up. Go ahead, pop it. Please. God, yeah. All right, I'm going to prove to you that it's your fault, <laughs> not Michael. Here's Hold my, on. Ready? It's you. That wasn't a great one. You All right, but it's definitely better. Then you put it closer to the pop screen, you know? <laughs> That's part of the fucking yeah, thing. But like, we haven't been doing this for 13 episodes. Everybody's upset. Now I'm upset. <laughs> uh, now I'm upset. Why do I have... You know what? Whatever, fuck it. What's the matter? <sighs> what happened? Nothing. I, I took a drink at the bad time because there was some, some dead air there. Oh, so, that's right. I mean... Are we? Are we gonna? Are we, why don't we do it this way? We're, we're we already already kind of doing it. We 
we're skipping to this fight. So what's next for both of these? Well, I mean, you know, I think uh, I think again, like if you if you look at the landscape here, for me, selfishly, um, I absolutely love 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 Jacques did it again, sorry. No, and Yoel. Well. I mean, I just love that fight. And I know that there's some other fights on the docket here, but um, Yoel's been out. What did, what did he break his orbital bone or something? Or What, I what did I, he have I, happen? I, I, I got to be honest. I forgot. What, I forget what too. That. But there was remember there was the rumor of the, the Costa fight, and then it kept going back. He's like, no, I have a I have an injury. I have right. an injury. Uh, who knows? Could be cycling off and, and getting back on at some That's point too. That's always a possibility. But... For me, I know we've seen that fight already, but it didn't end up being as exciting as I think most of the fan base expected it to be, just based on what the two of them have done independent of one another. And they're both at that age where, you know, I don't know. I mean, for for me, I just love the idea of trying to capture that one more time and give it, give it one more go to see if we can just get some crazy barn burner of a fight because... Um, they both have that in them and they both have kind of the skill set to neutralize each other in some areas. Like, it's not like the kind of thing where Yoel is just going to trip him and, and throw him anytime he wants. And Jacare's got this phenomenal top and, and bottom game. Um, and they both have that, that one punch, one kick kind of power. So I, I just love that fight. And I'm not so sure that uh, Jacare goes straight away into the winner of Gastelum and um, and Whitaker there. I know. And I get just just circle back to the actual fight itself. Um, I guess I want to give myself credit, but also uh, maybe it was conventional. Circle all the way back to give yourself credit? Yeah. It might not be... Uh, maybe it's conventional wisdom. I didn't really hear it that many places, but like I told you before uh, the fight started and that's exactly how it played out was that I felt Chris's wrestling is so good. Jacare's jiu-jitsu is so good that it's going to cancel each other out and it's going to become a striking match. Right. And I felt comfortable. That's why I picked Wyman in our in our picks. I, but I bet I bet Jacare. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Staying true to form yeah, with what exactly, we say. Exactly. There's the hedges on top of hedges. Yep. But um, this needs to be said. I, I said I wasn't going to address what's on te- television. Can, can I, I just want on the record on the pod. Yeah. Skip Bayless might be the biggest tool in the world. Oh, I hate Skip Bayless. That's and I don't want to hear him ever talk about MMA again because he's tried I don't doing want to hear it. Talk about anything. Well, that's it. That's a good point. I mean, look, right. he got caught with like a burner account trying to promote his own thing. Didn't oh, he? I heard about that. Yeah, what a tool shed. Yeah, he was like writing to himself like, with oh, a fake great account. Oh, well, yeah. well, Skip, anyway. you got Skip, you got a huge deck. And yeah, like, oh wait a God. second, that's Skip. That's I was talking job. to Skip Ellis. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, so the fun. So it ended up being what it was, and it, it, by again, we were there. We're not scoring it, although the people around us were oh, scoring. We had people sitting behind us that were scoring every fight as if it was Cobra Kai versus fucking Danny Boy. Yeah, this was yeah, this was like a karate point fighting. They were like, uh, "Oh, that's a point. That's a point." We're yeah. like, "What the? F- what are you?" We're talking about like somebody throwing a throwing a strike that got blocked by like a high guard, and they'd be like, "That's a point." Never mind. There's like, there was seven to eight thousand people kept going woo woo from the start from the prelims nothing's going on woo I will say though we were surrounded by some winners too the guys the guys in front of us the guys in front of us were great awesome. they even started wooing kind of to fuck with you but then instead <laughs> of us being like oh you you know like instead of like us talking under our breath nah, and making funny. it a thing we were all just like enjoying it there was some really good banter um I, I hate skipping around all over the place here. So, yeah, what, what do you what do you think? No, because I was going to jump into something totally so, unrelated. No, what do you think what about I, what, what, what makes sense to be next? That the, the, his, Chris's wrestling, Jacare's, Jacare, 
Uh, Jiu Jitsu would cancel out, turn to strike match. Chris would win that. But we were actually talking before before we started recording that, um, yes, Chris is more like a volume uh, output kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not really going to have any game ending, game ending, fight ending shots, uh, or at least not to the degree of Jacques Ray. And that's what happened. He was winning the fight, win the fight, win the fight. And then boom, you get clipped with that, that one shot and yeah. it ends it. So it's, it's, it just makes it that much more of a sting. And you can see it in, in, in Chris's father's face when he's talking. I, I went to talk to him first in the bar. And he was he's such a good guy that he's like, are those your friends out there? I'm like, yeah. He's like, let's go out. And he went out and he started yeah, talking to you guys. Awesome. And like, you know, he didn't, he didn't have to do that. His son just lost a terror, you know, really heartbreaking. But, but that's what I mean. It makes it that much heartbreaking than if you just walked in there and got knocked out in the first 10 seconds. Sure. Like, oh, shit, you know, you got caught as opposed to you had to fight one. Well, that's the thing. And, I think like they're all just sitting there going... Yeah, you know, it. we're right there, and they're they're starting to count. It's like watching water boil. Like yeah. they're they're looking at it now, and the really, clock yeah. seems like it's slowing down, yep. and everything's slowing down to the point where like it's just almost an inevitability that something is going to go wrong. And unfortunately for Chris and and, and the crew, yeah. it did go wrong. So it sucks. Look, I mean, it's a super super competitive division, but like we say, like the top of that division, it's so elite, it's so stacked that any one of those guys could could be. A title holder, I think, in a different era, they could have held the belt for five, six defenses in a row. Yoel's that kind of guy. Jacare's that kind of guy. Luke could have been that kind of guy. Weidman had a run, you know, a, a stretch like that. I'm not saying it was outright dominant, but he's got the overall skill set that, it, you know, he could have been um, that kind of a matchup and, and had, you know, three, four, five that he strung together in a row. And, and obviously, you know, Whitaker's been incredible to watch. And I, I'm a huge Gaston guy, you know that. I've said that to you before. So I've I mean, all these divisions are good. But when he was fuck, missing weight seven, no, of course. And he's still he's still very undersized for the division. But that speaks even more to to his ability and what he is. I think overall his total package. He just has a knack for getting it done, and he's got he's really really good everywhere. So I don't know. It's uh it's one of these things. You know, we always talk about these divisions, and some of them some of them just don't have that, that pack that kind of punch like where you go through the top 10, like we said about the light heavyweight division recently, and we always kind of reiterate about the heavyweight division, where they are thin enough that you end up with this kind of revolving door of a couple matchups and stuff. But man, I mean, it's it's a, it's a murderer's row to get through up there. And um, I just fear that even at his age and stuff like that, it, it's going to be a difficult road By you know, for him to, for, for Weidman to okay. climb back up that ladder and, and get back into the title picture. Not yeah. impossible. You're always only a couple fights away or a big injury or somebody dropping yep. out away. You know, we, we've seen all this stuff, uh, you know, materialize in the UFC, obviously. So I don't want to be blind to that fact. But if he just goes with the conventional process of, you know, fight the, the number, whatever, 12 guy, then get back into the eight. And then he needs like another two or three impressive ones in a row. It's. I think it's a tall ask. Um, and, and the problem is, assuming you win all those, now you're talking. Was that two years? That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's that's barring no injuries. Right. He's got a, a growing family no at home, and also the shit. It, it's just you know. And frankly, he's taken a lot of a lot of damage. I mean, the Luke fight was vicious and should have been stopped many times yes. over. The Yoel fight is the kind of shot that probably. I, I, not trying to be over dramatic. I'd imagine that changes the trajectory of, of your brain function for life. Yeah. I mean, that was the highest impact that a human could put on somebody in that 
tight of a confined space. That was rough. It just doesn't make sense. It's like he cocked back a fucking shotgun. I heard it on television. You were there. You heard it, right? He blew his skull open, and and he didn't even have any room to operate it. You know, and then then you you get this one, which wasn't like absolutely devastating out cold, but I mean, that was a pretty brutal shot that he took there, and then he, you know... He went down uh, pretty heavy. So, look, well, it's not over said, for him, but he's taken... These guys are heavy thumpers in, in, in that In division. a way, yes. He, he took one and he went down last night. But to Chakra's, uh credit, he kind of was looking at the ref like... He didn't even want... Was, yeah, he didn't want to pile on, which but is But I said to his dad, thing. I'm like, in a way, I'm kind of... You know, he he was clearly done. Yeah. And, he, and his dad was like, listen, it's his father. Yeah. He, There's just, so it, much it's pride still fresh. He still probably hasn't seen the replay yet. Yeah, that's it. He was like... I don't know. I think Chris was still in it. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to argue. There's no way to son. remove yourself emotionally yeah. Yeah. from so that situation. Like, yeah, for, maybe. From his I let it go. But I was like, yeah. we. I remember watching the replay a few times when they were showing it. He didn't know where he, he was gone. Yeah. Yeah. And the rep, he and, and again, credit to Jacques Ray. He didn't need to. He could have gone in there, gave him some hammer fist. Yeah. Not necessary. Yeah. So I mean, he could have just put another three or four on him quickly, and, yeah, and it would have just been unnecessary. I, I was glad to not see it. If right. You, if, no, I'm with you 100. Um, I guess. A good transition here, unless you have something else, is that to, to go to the Izzy fight. The who? Izzy. Yeah. Oh, Stylebender. Yeah, Stylebender. Of all, of all the things, Izzy. Well, that division and, and the stuff that he was... No, not even that. Just like, that's... You're going to go to... I'm going to go with Izzy. Izzy. You're not going to call him Israel or Adesanya or Stylebender. You're going to call him Izzy and you totally know where fucking it came from? stump me there? No, it wasn't even... You know, it's, ugh, this is so funny this and is so deep. Is that I thought that might happen. I didn't mean to. Because... What are we doing? Here? I met. I, I was like, this guy is. Well, I, I, I'm not going to pretend to try to announce, you know, pronounce his whole name. So, but I, I feel weird saying Stylebender all the time. Yeah. And then when his post-fight press conference, the first question, the guy goes, uh, "Is he?" And I was oh, like, wow. "Oh, wow, okay, right that works." Like that. Okay, so you thought I'm you like, just... "No, let's use that." Okay. I mean, that works. Yeah, it's unfortunate because it didn't play well for us. Well, no. Well, that's I, on I'm me, used. I guess. No, no, it's not on anybody. I, no, if anything, it's on no, me, it I guess. But look at it's us trying to be polite. Yeah, yeah. Want to just want to <laughs> hit the mat? Yeah. Um, oh man. Yeah, with he that division and that, that fight, listen, exceptional. And I'm sitting here talking to you about all these other contenders, but I'm not even fucking talking well, about that, him. Well, I thought you were doing it on purpose. Yeah, I God, no, I actually wasn't even because he's, he's, I mean, he was he's talk, he in his post game he was fight. It's all he was talking. He was about. talking about well, this is boring, and we've seen that right. And this mm-hmm. and that, like, he's trying to lobby for to get Whitaker to yep. if he wins to have that fight, and yep. that makes more sense. Again, we're we're very wary and very uh, conscious of rushing guys and this and that. This guy. And I and I, I've been I've been a fan. I, I like his I like his style. Hmm. Um, and on the mic, he's great. He's really good. I, on, when he's on Joe Rogan, I really liked it. that. I, that happens a lot too when guys are, and and the girls go on yeah. Joe Rogan. I I really you get to get to know him a little you bit do, more. You do. You really that, do. That's what I think. That's what they let their guard down. And Joe's really credit to Joe, which is all he's we do is credit Joe. But he's really good at getting them to let their guard down and right. just be themselves. So you know, but maybe to a fault when he's got Elon Musk fucking you, dropping stock in Tesla. Already? No, I'm just making uh, sure you don't. Uh, yeah, keep him cold you're, by you're putting not, him by your cock. Well, you're not, <laughs> what are you doing? I got an ice cold neck. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we've been talking about the the lack of coasters for the oh, last like shit, 48 hours, me. and you got you know, lining up dillies all over my fucking hardwood, bro. You know what? I blame Colin. It's like every one of you guys. No respect for the wood in this house. I know. Well, I, I have my beer on there. I feel like you don't need to put on a coaster until you pop it, which makes no sense whatsoever. No. Again, for the you guys at home, I've said it probably on every, every episode. At Lombardo MMA is a um, neurotic maniac. That, 
But I was I was trying to think of like an excessive Italian, but that's like a that's really redundant. Um, that you know the 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 plastic on the couch is the coast. Stop. He's big on the coast, and it's become a joke. Like plastic his friend couch. was over People for the fights. His friend Colin came to the fights with us and whatnot, and. And he left a little bit earlier, but like he kept not putting stuff on the coasters. And and Lombard, Lombardo MMA over here says, you know, he, he gets on everybody for the coaster stuff, but he tries to do it like he's half joking, but he's 110 I'm appalled. serious. I'm appalled by the fact he's that he's very like, serious yeah. about it. You know you why? Because there's a few ring, there's a few rings on these on these end tables, and uh, no, that's from the wood. and I think I've done it. I'm devastated about it. Have you seen a tree? They have rings. It's no, natural. come on, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me right now. <laughs> Don't make us break so I can show you the perfect <laughs> circumference of the, of the dilly can on the table. So, yeah, I mean, look, to go back into, into where we just were, we were entering this territory. Yes, this is We important. are both rock hard over Stylebender. Style this cool. guy is so fucking exciting. So I can't exciting. get over it. And that's what I was alluding to earlier is, and we, we both obviously felt that, MSG... You know, New York sports and, and and moments that you get to experience, huge Yankee fans, all this kind of stuff, it's, it's great. There's certain moments in the garden, like when, when you get a New York crowd to just go, it's like so explosive. Yeah. When Stylebender was putting it on Brunson, he was and it, it, it felt awesome. like he put it on him for like eight minutes straight. I feel like he dropped him 12 times in a matter of eight minutes. At and all. It, it was like a pride round, you know, they used to do yes. the 10 minute first round. It was almost like they just kept picking him up like there was like strings up in the ref yeah, and they kept yeah, picking him yeah. back up and went and stop and they put together these crazy combos like Matrix style. So awesome. And then they'd like be like, hold on a second, pause, bring the doctors in, clear. They bring him back to life, pick him back up and then let stop and they're just dish, dish, dish. He it was, was flashing, stunting, and everything was just oh, laser, was, pinpoint accurate. It couldn't have been better. He's so a, fucking awesome. His performance, but B, alluding to what, and uh, referencing what you were just kind of alluding to as far as the embassy and New York crowd. Yeah. What a better showcase. If that fight takes place in fucking East Bumblefuck Memphis. Yeah, they're going to put, put him on the fucking China card like they did with yeah, Ngannou. Right. That's brilliant. Uh, okay, you know, we'll, keep we'll doing get, that. We can get to that if you want. Brilliant. But like that. That, that I, sometimes I think it's overstated. Like, oh, MSG. Like, some people don't give a fuck. Like, who cares? Like, uh, we're New Yorkers, so we're like, we kind of maybe are a little biased. Yeah, about we it. buy but into there is it a little something bit about more, but... MSG and you know classic fight, boxing fights and stuff happening there. And yeah, this and or just uh, sporting events, right? It's sure. the Mecca for a reason, or referred to as Mecca for sure. a reason for uh, whatever. Right? So for it to happen there, yeah, I feel like is. Perfect showcasing of what we wanted to see. His amazing skills, and he said in the post fight, like I'm, I'm, I want to be known as the best fighter, not just the best striker. Because you it. can't make I, an I love argument that he's right challenging now. Challenging himself and to I, just adapt. And I said to it to game. you last night, going into it, and then especially afterwards, and then especially watching his post fight. He's very, very rapidly becoming my new favorite fighter. Uh, yeah, I don't, it, I don't blame him. I mean, you know he's what? So he's so entertaining. He's, he's Irish. <laughs> he's <laughs> no, but but but. <laughs> All kidding aside, like he re- he's got he's got the entire package, and we did talk about how, you know, these stars are going to keep coming. Um, I do wish he was a little bit younger. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but there's something. He says, to be oh, said. this ended my problem. I can't twenty nine. But look, there's something to be said for the amount of the amount of damage that's been taken too, and you know, if you look at some of these special guys, you look at like what Jacare did last night. You look at what Yoel continues to do. You know, you look at what DC did last night. I can't wait to get into some that. Of, some of these guys, I'm not saying he can take every bit of that athleticism and and that uh, that style all the way because you know you don't want to be 
40 plus and you're you're just like throwing caution to the wind but he doesn't really take that much damage man i mean he's, no, it's, the way that boy i mean he has been KO'd i know like whatever in kickboxing and stuff but right. um you know, I and think he he's, he's gotten into the sport so many older... times against him, but he was so confident and comfortable. Oh, he's like, this guy's got nothing. And then he said, right off the bat, I mean, he Brunson grabbed my shorts. Has I could tell him. he was panicking. Yeah. So he's, his confidence was just growing. And like, not even so much dropping your hands, like uh, throwback Anderson Silva, which is actually what I'm going to get into in a second. And and whatever. He was just like, he's got nothing for me. He's yeah. so hurt. Yep. I'm going to show off a little bit of my skills here. Yep. Yep. And, and he... <laughs> Uh, was, I was, I was, was screaming like he's so stunned on him. He's stunned on him. Yeah. I just kept saying, I'm like, this is, this is exactly what I wanted to see. It was awesome, amazing performance, and, and that's the thing. They, this is what I kind of wanted to get into. They in the post fight uh, presser, they asked him like, hey, you know, because he was going through the list of like what what's possible, and uh, and he's he's lobbying for Whitaker to win and then having that title fight. And yeah. I don't want to rush it. I wanted to. I think because he's so good that we can. Build him up and yeah, let's enjoy, enjoy another it, few right? of these, you know. Um, like, I mean, so when they brought up Silva, he was like, mm, maybe. But then I read, I, I didn't mention this to you when, you know, <laughs> stuff that's going on this morning. Um, I, they, uh, I read on Twitter that uh, Dana said, I guess maybe it was in Hit Dog, might have been the one uh, interview that we didn't watch. Okay. He said, we have, he, like, he loves doing this cryptic shit. We, we have an opponent for Style Bender in mind. Hmm. Uh, and it, I don't think he said, and it's not Anderson or something like that. Or okay. Whatever. okay. So like he was being coy, like we know who we want to put him against, but it, or it's, it's not whatever. And it, and it wasn't obviously Whitaker or whatever, because he, he would have been like, uh, we, the winner of that fight, he'll get. You know what I mean? Could it be Costa? So, you think? I, I mean, again, I, that's I mean, two, could, you're it, taking two rising stars and you're you're, well, you're like, burning one out, I mean, which is something again, they love I mean, to that's, do. That's, so. that's, 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 you have to do that. Sometimes. You do. You do sometimes. But. I would rather it wouldn't, not. It wouldn't hurt to like give them like give them each one more or something to come. It's weird know. though. Like I agree with you, and I I am of that school of thought as well. But then then I start thinking sometimes, man, these guys' shelf life and their uh, yeah. their careers is not the longest. And yeah. they think about any fight can be your like last get the fights whatever. while so they're like, relevant you know and get them while they're in their prime and all that kind of you shit. Know, it's too. like you know what? Maybe that is the move, and like you're we're just. Like I said, Connor's not gonna be around forever. You know, I, you got to think long term and blah blah blah. You got to develop new stars. Yeah. Maybe the move is to make. And I said I, I'm kind of giving up on caring about the belts and just give me good fights. You know what? Give me the best fight available right now, even if it is stunting someone's growth or someone's not ready for it. I, I I'm I'm, I'm kind of oscillating between. Let's develop that star of style better. One because I think that's the right move, but two like uh, I'm becoming such a fan that I want to enjoy as, as much as possible before like. I don't want it to be like, oh, he wins the title, and then, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I got, I got one for you. I got one for you. All right, let me sit down. All right, I'm I think, I think, <laughs> um, and I would, I, I'd, I'd hate to see, you know, again, the the same kind of thing where I'm cutting somebody's leg out, legs out from under them, but till. They're talking about Till going up. I mean, Till oh. Stylebender is in a wow. Maybe that's what he. Fight. Maybe that's what he was alluding. That is a fucking banger, dude. That is a banger. God, I have a segue here. I don't know if I want to move off this yet, though. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's really interesting. Well, let's let's make let's make it really clear if we haven't done this already. We couldn't be any more excited about Stylebender. He's incredible. Big fan. Every, I mean, I would I would implore people if they haven't done it already to go back and watch. You know what he's done and, and oh, all the please. time he spent in the octagon because. There's there's one thing to watch it. I will tell you, being there live when he was doing that and performing like that, and we do talk about these guys. Great and you were, seats, you were by making the way. a great point. The seats were great. 
you were making this point, and I didn't want to get in the in, in your way here, is that there is something to be said for the fact that when it happens in a place like that, it makes it really, you know, kind of feel a little bit more special. But more than that, it's like on his end, I'm more impressed with his ability. And it speaks to what we think we, we, what we thought we knew about him, but it kind of puts a stamp on it and the seal of approval for us that that's what this guy is. He's got that ice in the veins kind of mentality. He goes in there, all the confidence is real. There's nothing that's going to shake. He said like the music came on. He literally was just like, I was out. I was feeling myself. I couldn't wait. Even even Brunson's music was getting me yep. popping. But 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 like it's so much fun to watch guys when they're in that element. And there's a place. There's like I always say, like no place in the world they'd rather be. That's what makes you so excited about watching some of these guys. Yeah. Like this guy's confidence and swag and ability to live in that moment and be up for it. And when it comes out instead so of genuine like, like that, you said it's, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like it's, some of these guys are just they're. They're just built a little bit different. Yeah. He's got, he checks off every box across the board. It does. I'm so pumped. And I think it's just like, there's a couple things going on right now in the UFC that I think in some of the videos we watched this morning too. Askren in the building, well, style bender popping. Okay. It's just like, it's a, it's, it's again, this, we talk a lot of negativity and stuff like that because we always want to kind of, uh, we be don't want to see it all through rose colored glasses. We want to be honest about it and we want to be objective. But make no mistake about it, there's a reason why this is our favorite sport on the planet Earth and why UFC is the leading promotion. They just, they got so many things popping at once, I can't get yeah, enough. And it's just the season never ends. It goes on yep. and on and on. I mean, we have our, our betting season. Yeah, we do, challenge. we we'll do, which later. we can get into for sure. But, but um, fuck, man, Salbender really, he's, he's got me lit. Maybe I'm feeding off his juice today. I don't know, I'm feeling great. <laughs> Well, that's the thing, and I, I was a little disappointed. Maybe, maybe it came over better over the pay per view, and uh, maybe people can hit us on Twitter or Gmail and let us know how yeah. it came over the pay per view. <clears throat> but when they show, and I, because I was telling you, I'm like, I'm telling you, Ashton's going to be there. Uh, and and for those of you that are loyal listeners, we've been calling for, asking, begging for yeah. him to be in the UFC, and yeah. then and it happened with this crazy trade that we really shouldn't get into because we'll spend too much time on it. But Ben Askren is now in the UFC officially. Yes, he is. And he, he's been teasing on Twitter that, hey, you know what? Funky might be in the building. For mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, he might come. Yeah. So I had a feeling they're going to do that. I thought there would be a more official thing like, boom. But all they did was, I guess, put up a little thing on the scroll on the bottom, like newly signed UFC welterweight Ben yeah. Askren and maybe put up his record or something. But the casual fans, I guess, don't really know him all that well. Yep. I mean, if they listen to our podcast, they should have been at that um, dude. But uh, he, he's in now, and you know he's undefeated. And to, for those of you who don't know, he's basically and by his own description of himself, I think it is pretty good uh, to give people an idea. He is like a Habib type of. I mean, listen, obviously American wrestling sure, background, sure. Yes, but so. he is he's that very much control, just beat the will out of you, and just kind of just wear you down and just you're not getting up it's a totally different kind of strength it's you're a core strength up. you can't describe it's a it's a it's a grip strength that you can't understand until somebody gets a hold of your wrists and you right. can't get out it's it's every one of those things where he said like he he can just emasculate yep. men that that take so much pride and i think being like like what you talk about the primal nature of the sport yeah there's something to be said when like somebody can just kind of peel back the curtain on somebody's you know I don't know. Like it's almost like they stripped them of their manhood, like right there in front of everybody. Hashtag under the lights. That's like a moment that sometimes these conf- the confidence doesn't even come back. Like right. I feel like we did see a bit of that with with Ngannou as an example. Um, ben Askren self proclaimed, but he has the ability to do that to almost anybody on the planet. That 
fights anywhere between 170 and 185. It's pretty wild, so, actually. That's what I was going to say, is that you know? he... Well, he was talking it's about weird that he's listed as a middleweight, but he's really not. Right? That, he's yeah, a so he go, yeah, he's gonna fight a welterweight. That um, that's what I was gonna ask is that because the, the pop in the building didn't sound all that loud, so I'm like, these people probably don't know who he is. Or, when they threw him up on the screen, yeah, when they threw him on the screen, I was yeah. like, I was kind of, it was kind of, uh, you know, a subdued kind of reaction. I was like, ah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, although at the press conference the night before when we went, and someone, the the reporter or journalist asked about him, people. It was much louder and it's a smaller theater, but like, I guess the people that go to that yeah. are more hardcore fans. I, I would say that so that's, that's part of what it was. Part of the effect of New York City is um, that you get the suits in the front and shit like right. that, and then you know nobody's even there until like you know the co-main and main pop mm-hmm. off. It's it's a little bit disappointing, but you you've been a Yankee fan your whole life. You know what the Bronx looks like yeah. during the year, and you know what it looks like during the postseason, well, and now you know the kind of people that show up and how the ticket prices are. A bit egregious, and who actually can afford to be in those seats? Yeah, it sucks. And a lot of the time, it's a lot of entertainment going on, and a lot of the bullshit, and it's not the the genuine. So I think you hit the nail on the head. I think those other events and the the pre-fight buildup and stuff like that—that's where you get the real MMA contingent. And then from there, you get a, a mixture of the two. And know? I don't necessarily want to rush, but I think this is a good segue to the main event because I don't. I'm not sure if Askren's. I know actually. Uh, from prior experience or prior uh, evidence in the UFC and the UFC fans, um, not the hardcore fans, but you know the peripheral the casuals, whatever you want to call them, um, are not going to be in th- all enthused with his style of fighting. Now, yeah. and but it goes to the main event. Mm-hmm. DC, I. There's, I, I, we've accepted the fact that there's nothing he can do that's going to win over the fans. It's, it's this weird binary um, way of thinking that we're all programmed to do, uh, where I'm a John Jones fan and I yeah. think he's more of exciting of a fighter, even though he doesn't all have to that have to people. pick a team, have um, to hate yeah, DC so you have because to hate of the, the other one, because you like this one. You that's that's uh, ridiculous. It's a false equivalency or something. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm failing. A, yeah, both fan. of those things are. It, it's, it's so it's such bullshit because. And again, I, I I don't. It's weird because I I have this weird thing where I, I get pissed off that people don't appreciate DC, and I'm like, well, it shouldn't bother me that people don't appreciate. But you know what's going to happen is that he's going to have one more fight. It's going to be the Brock fight. He's going to be gone. Yep. I'm going to look back and be like, dude, this guy was undefeated at heavyweight. His only two losses at light heavyweight were against a guy who was juiced up, and he's two belts. Only person to have two belts at the same time and defend both of them. Amazing. Like that might not ever happen again. Like, what, what does he have to do? And I'm like, oh, he's bored. I ask people, and it's not their answer is bullshit because they go, oh, he's boring. He's it's wrestling. So First of all, you don't appreciate it's, it's so mixed funny. martial. I was screaming at people last night. It's, so say, it's mixed martial arts, motherfuckers. It's not. If you want to see boxing match, go watch boxing. If you want to go watch a jujitsu, whatever. This guy slept Stipe in the first round. Boring. Isn't that what you no, wanted? No, he's scared. You know, he's scared. That what you he's, scared he's scared of Stipe. That's why he slept with him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of him. And so now this one, you oh, you want finishes? You want finishes? You want that? He finished them. What do you fucking want? So Derek Lewis could punch a hole through a fucking fourteen-inch concrete slab, right? And DC takes him on short notice. Literally, is is totally transparent about it. And just talks about how he doesn't even have to really worry about preparing for this and all this kind of stuff because. A guy like Derek Lewis can't hang with him. He's cut from a totally different cloth. This, that, the other thing. But admits that he's not even at 100%. Doesn't need to train. The money is too good to turn it down. An opportunity to fight at MSG, all these kinds of things. So again, he risks 
this this ultimate payday with Brock. He risks a potential trilogy with Jones, and okay, we, we could talk about that all day. But no credit for any of those things. And with a guy like Rumble, who he did it twice to, who's right. like the scariest guy anybody could imagine, right? Right. I mean, nobody is signing up to fight that guy. Now, I'm not saying Derek Lewis, is. it, it strikes the same exact kind of fear into people, especially because he didn't really look that impressive in his last two fights. No. But it just put an exclamation point on the fact that <clears throat> he can shatter your face and change the bone structure of your face even after you beat him up for 14 and a half minutes. Correct. Just did it to Volkov, who is looking like the, the next, you know, the, the next contender at heavyweight. Yeah. And was already a future world, uh, pr- excuse me, a, pe- a previous world champion at Bellator. I was going to say, you have so, a time machine? Yeah, it's like, I'm feeling really, really good today, bro. I'm really good. No, I'm really um, confident, but I know the podcast really blows up <laughs> in the future, so. Just sitting here, just building a time machine, stroking a, <laughs> stroking a crystal ball. But, you know, it's just like, what else? Why? Why is finishing him and making him quit and give up a monster like that? Quitting and giving up on no notice, you know, midway in the second round, whatever. I don't remember exactly when, but in the second round, why is that not? That doesn't do anything for anybody. Because that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what he does. He but he already can, was he starting to win people no, over, no, people and now that, it's like we're back no, to square one. He's again. coming out to the ring, and they're already booing him. That's what I'm saying. We're like back to square one. I feel. Like. And, you know, he, he, all those people that are booing, he could go up there and and blow all of them, and they'd still be upset. And that's where we're at. That's honestly where we're at. It's and just, dumb because he bullshit. does a great job with the commentary. Oh. It's not like it, <laughs> It's not like he's like this super tight, uptight, like boring. Right. He's. I think like. Again, not to stroke the helmet, but I think he's very, very good at everything he gives the MMA community. There's nothing he does that he doesn't do well. He's a phenomenal coach. I'm not saying they all have to be role models and all shit. I'm not playing holy right now. I don't care. But it doesn't hurt, right? He's a he's he's genuinely gives you everything. He is an Olympian. He's just a fucking. He's a monster. He's a monster. And for all for all intent and purpose, like when you look at somebody like that. Usually people gravitate towards an underdog. What what's not no, exciting no, about like looking, like, looking at a chubby we, little guy right. like that who family looks up man and who does everything right? Never, you know, he's never touched a, a, an illegal substance in his life as far as performance and drugs and drugs. Uh, no, we're gonna root for the cokehead who runs his car into pregnant women and leaves the scene of the fuck. No, we're, we like that look, guy. Like like, fuck like, like you like you said, if you want to root for that guy because there's something polarizing about that too. Root for them. That's fine. That why, are they, the why are they exactly. conjoined? Why are they yes. Why are they attached at the hip? What do they have to do with one another? Yeah. Besides the, the history and the obvious, th- this is not, this is not Yankees Red Sox. This is yeah, two Yankee. independent Perfect fighters like who, are, who are fucking yeah. fighting in different weight classes. And, and, and one's active. One's not active. One has done it every which way. One hasn't. One has gone through. Like, you forget. I mean, I'm saying you as in all of us. Collective you. Three years he's been holding this light heavyweight championship yep. and doing a knockdown job. Fucking beat Gus. Like I said, people. beat Rumble twice. Beat Vulcan, who's a monster, and we couldn't pronounce his name. It took us 12 minutes to get there. <laughs> he's he's done everything that anybody could ever ask of him. Right? Yep. Fought Anderson on 10 minutes notice. Everybody hated him for it. He was supposed to just try and just trade kicks with him. But I just it just gets old. It's like, guys, look. But, you know, frankly, I don't, you know, not to be like, whatever it is, stray too far from, from what we do on this podcast. But, like, at the end of the day, those are the people that are losing. I don't even want to focus on it too much. If that's what you want to do, 
and that's what you want to focus on and that's the kind of guy you want to boo and you don't want to appreciate it like you're saying in the moment, fucking do that. You'll just be worse for it. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to try and look at it from the right the right lens and just appreciate it because we're not going to get all these types of moments. Right. You're not going to get a guy that does all this stuff. Yeah. And well, I was going to say, perfect example as far as, the, again, the whole binary thing of I have to. And again, it happens in politics. It happens in this. It happens in sure. that. It makes no fucking sense to me just as a human being. I, my brain doesn't work that way. I don't understand why you have to just automatically hate the other side just because you side with this side, right? You could do case by case or issue by issue. Perfect example to show you in practice that I'm not this just is, this bullshit. Is a, this is a setup. No, it's not. Oh, I, I, fucking A. I'm looking at you Connor, going. Connor versus Habib. Okay. Broke my heart. I was yeah. pissed. I, I, and that was so emotionally involved. Yeah. I gave all the respect to Habib. I'm like, yeah. that is amazing. Yep. It was a dominating performance. Yep. This is not, I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan, I'm a fan of, of not necessarily him, but of the performance and what he does in the acting. You have to, it's so if, if you're I was going to be a dickhead, greatness, what are you right, going right, to If I was going to be a dickhead, right. I'd be like, well, Connor won the third round. And if a rematch, he'll adjust and he'll get it back. If I'm being objective, probably not. Uh, if they rematch, of course I'm going to root for Connor. Sure. But like, I, I'm being objective in that I can I can respect and appreciate Habib's style and yep. what he does yep. and what he has done instead of being like trying to diminish what he did because I'm a Connor fan. No, it was a it was it was an amazing performance. His body work is speaks for itself. It's amazing. I can't wait to see him fight again. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna fucking boo him in his next fight just because he beat up my guy that I'm a fan of. Yeah, it's bullshit. I don't understand. It, it just it doesn't. You know, this is the thing. Can I do it's, this real yeah, please. Boom. As long as I could just. All right, fair enough. Oh, that felt We're good, back. and I spritzed everything. Man. That was great. <laughs> I literally just emptied my bag there. All right, no doubt. Want to do this? We are at under lights. Bomb Twitter. Oh, it's on a But this is yeah, they're flowing. Really good. There goes the hangover. So, so here's the other here's the other thing, right? If if everybody has such a problem with that style, they're gonna have a problem with Asker, and they have a problem with Habib, they have a problem with DC. That's not that's not an issue. You're not a mixed martial arts fan, so that's what there, I was there's, last if there's, night. That's if there's, if there's Thai boxing, right? Go if watch there's that. kickboxing, Go watch that. if there's regular boxing, Go watch that. if there's like adapted rules of MMA where you just like you know whatever, there's Bare like a two boxing, second stand up and all these other things, and be your you know be my guest. If you if you watch football, guest. if you watch football, and all day every day you scream about how. Um, and, well, I, I do this, I guess, because the rules are changing dramatically every year with all the protection of the players. But if you're going to scream every One year about like, oh, these fucking guys, I, you know, I, I watch football all day, every day, but I fucking hate that they wear helmets. It's fucking bullshit. This, that, the other. Go watch rugby or something. Just don't watch football. Then if you don't like football, don't watch it. Yeah. It's it's just a bunch of people that are not really understanding the fact that this is to bring it, strip it all away. If strip these two people... One of them led an army back in the day, and the other one was trying to protect protect his territory. And they they put these guys down into a pit and said, "Okay, go ahead, fight to the death." Okay. That's what you're watching, yeah, right? Good. Daniel Cormier just murdered Derek Lewis and then let him let him off the hook. If you can't appreciate the fact that he just took a guy uh, like that, uh, completely neutralized him, and, and did what he could have done whatever he wanted to him. It, until he was done with him, he could have toyed with him for the for the entire night if yep. he wanted to. Yep. If you don't have an appreciation for that, that's your fucking problem. Yeah, you know, 
I, I love mixed martial arts, and I can I, I could see that pretty clearly. It's pretty black and white to me. The guy is incredible. Yeah, so, I, I don't get it. You know, and, I, I do, and I feel like we have spent a ton of time know, doing do this have, overall like on different episodes. I feeling too, about but. like, no, man, you everyone needs to feel the way I feel about it. And it, it, there is a part of that, and I don't like it coming off like that. That is part of it. But it's just, guys, it... it, it if you don't appreciate, if you can't appreciate, I can understand. I not understand. I can understand a little bit better, I guess, or kind of understand if people were coming from. Ah, this guy's just a straight wrestler. He just wrestles people and is just, just top control. Doesn't sure. really want damage for yeah. five rounds. Keeps winning decisions. Uh, DC's not doing that. Right. He's finishing people. He's just choking people he's to just, death, and then they're but, just saying that he's boring. But, even it's he, like, but well, in, in a way, even if it was just wrestling, you know what? The other guy needs to learn how to fucking get. It's a fight. It's a fucking fight. Learn this, how to fucking get out of it. This is what's killed me as a fan of Rampage, you know, for his entire career. As the game evolved, he chose not to evolve. Leg kicks, take down defense, on and on and on. And it's like, if you're not going to drill these things, you really need to just go and, and, and sign up for a different kind of fight with different rules. Because it, it's, I'm not going to sit there and make excuses for Rampage. I'm going to sit there and scream at the television going, dude, how many times do I have to watch the same fucking story unfold? I mean, are, are you going to, are, are you going to take from these other losses or you're just going to beg for people only to stylistically match you up with people that'll sit in the pocket or whatever you know that's fine too there's some promotional advantage to some of those things to put on certain types of fights but if you want to know who the best of the best of the best is and the baddest motherfucker on the entire planet there's nowhere else to hide you have to let these guys fight each other and DC takes on all comers the baddest? I thought you were talking about them being good you son of a bitch <laughs> is that some kind of crazy Lyman good joke or something you son of a bitch no I'm just kidding but, and you know, above and beyond all that too, we watched, we watched oh, DC's post-fight presser yeah. and I don't, I don't know what else has to happen. This is what he says, right? I want to fight Brock Lesnar, get more power to him. That's great. And he right away goes, and if that fight doesn't materialize, I'll fight Jones. And if for any other reason that that can't happen, I'll give Stipe the rematch. What else can someone Possibly fucking say and do. Don't understand. What? Don't understand. What else can anybody ask of this it. man? And again, I he's feel, doing I feel and saying everything so that we would. Like, why don't I just enjoy it? And and that's and just not, who can, But yeah. it does bother me, especially when I'm in the building. But even just watching on TV, I'm like, what the fuck, man. This guy does everything the right way. He's a dominant champion, two double champion. He he, you know, again says everything, does everything the right way. He's a co- he's even a company guy and does. I, I, what the fuck else do you want him to do? It's unbelievable. Well, listen, it, you guys won't have to grin and bear it too much longer there if you that's go. your March, position. March, because yeah, you got, be, yeah, yeah. yeah, just like, like two another, geniuses, another few months. like every other fucking genius, not appreciating their time, they'll they'll get it when they're when they're gone. Then we'll appreciate it. Yeah. Like me, when I'm dead, people will realize how fucking awesome yeah, the players are. Let's not go that far. Well, well, it's only going to be like four or five more years, I think. Well, that part's true. It's not I don't emotional, think, I don't think, just my voice. I don't think anybody's going to appreciate it so much. That's no, all. appreciate me being dead. Oh, well, that part <laughs> might be true. Closer you are to the source. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, yes. <laughs> Some might say uh, yes. So, yeah, it was, it was really, it was interesting to see, you know, and that he's like, he's got both belts. He's the first guy ever, I think you already said this, to actually, yeah. and I didn't notice this, but to actually defend. Yeah, a little dig into, Connor, it's fair. No, it is. But, but it's factual. But it's so not I'm even a dig, it's just like, it's a, he, he made Not actual factual. history. Yep. So you're at MSG, you're witnessing history, and you're you're kind of just like wishing that this other guy who can't beat any of the guys in the top five uh, would just break his face for some reason and then <laughs> just be a terrible champion. 
Um, oh, that, that would have been so bad. Like, it's more exciting to watch Derek Lewis get locked in a cage with Francis Ngannou and not inflict an ounce of damage for 15 minutes straight. Apparently. That, because, because that guy knocked out Volkov after the, in the next fight, you're in that corner... And you want DC to lose everything he's worked for, and you want to lose these other potential, you know, whatever. Like we, like, like we talk about, it's kind of like the the finality of his career. You want that taken away from the fans and from DC himself and all that stuff. For a guy who you watch spend 15 minutes doing absolutely nothing in a cage when he was it was supposed to be hyped as like this fight can't go wrong. Someone's gonna be snoozing on the on the canvas. Yep. Can't possibly go wrong. And they got in like one exchange the entire fight. It's that. Right. I mean, you want to talk about you want to talk about Ngannou's next fight. I mean, I do because that that's something that you know I'll I'll turn my focus I'll turn my focus to the UFC for a minute. Yeah, because because this part the DC thing is not the UFC's fault at all. There's some there's some with the John Jones stuff. You think with the special treatment? Yeah, that and but Dana's been pretty hard on Jones. Better job of promoting DC because he does his own. He does a good job of his own. But I think they could push him. At least if they're trying to be mainstream, whatever, like this, that's the perfect role model and yeah, whatever to that's be true. like. But he's not marketable in the sense that, again, to the casual fan, that he's not, I don't know, knocking everyone. Listen, at a heavyweight, do you have to knock everyone out in the first round every time? Is that what they want? No, because even if he did that, they'd still, it's, it's something about the John Jones DC relationship that yeah. is, is going to. "Quote unquote, Hanan. I don't think he cares anymore, and I, I hope he doesn't. As far not so much getting the, the third fight. As far as that defining his career, I hope he mm-hmm. honestly, when he says it, I think he is pretty genuine uh, in general. But about this in particular, that I'm not going to let John Jones define my career. I'm undefeated heavyweight. My only two losses are to John. I accept that he was on juice. It's not fair, but whatever. Yeah, and I'm." If not the greatest of all time, he is clearly one of the greatest of all time. No matter no what question. happens in the Brock fight, no question. He, he obviously I'm gonna be pulling from because I fucking hate Brock for so many different reasons. But also just to cement DC and just kind of throwing in everyone's face like fuck you, you missed out on enjoying a fucking great run of sure. one of the greatest greatest ever do it. So um, I mean, I could I could do a, a obviously we're very passionate about this topic. I could do an eight hour podcast about about DC and and how he's underappreciated. I actually want to look at every single person he's beaten in the heavyweight division just to say it out loud one time. So why why are you looking that up? I I, I don't know if we, I wasn't really listening when, when you started talking, but they got Curtis Blades fighting Ngannou uh, in China. Oh man, I was weeks. ranting about that last night, wasn't it's I? I like, couldn't shut up about it. What are you doing? A burying it over in China, but that's fine. You putting him up against a horrible match you, again. You're ruining a guy who needs to go back down and light some people up that are lower ranked that he that he can beat. Instead of putting him in there against a wrestler who we know can't fucking deal with wrestling. He has no rest- defensive wrestling at all. He he might be worse than your boy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Take a shot at your boy and you're not going to protect out for him? Who are you talking about? Pettis. I, I, I blacked out. What I know, were you talking about? I was talking about Ngannou um, having no defensive wrestling whatsoever. Oh, yeah, no. Plays. Pettis is a joke that way, too. Look, I don't think Ngannou... Uh, is too far away from being able to. He's so powerful and has such strong. You know, like it's not like he's not all. He's not all upper body. Some of these guys are. He's massive all around. He's hey. he's he's just built through and through. He looks. The guy's like, he got looks like the fucking predator. Tree trunks for legs. He's got great hips. There's nothing stopping that guy. <laughs> I know there was no chance, no chance in hell. Uh, no while you're chance. on this WWE tip. 
There was no chance in hell that I was going to get away with talking about Ngannou's hips. <laughs> Those things don't lie, kid. Delicious. Look me in the eye and tell me about his hips. Delicious. <laughs> so I pull my shades down. So ready for this? So DC, I uh, he beat Bigfoot Silva while Bigfoot was still juicing. He beat Barnett while Barnett was still juicing. He beat Frank Mir while Frank Mir was still juicing. Oh. He beat Roy Nelson. He wiped the floor with Pat Cummins, which is, okay, nothing too noteworthy. Well, the last he day. threw Dan Henderson out of the cage. <laughs> he beat Rumble twice. Yeah, he beat a Gus. dangerous guy. He beat Gus. He beat Anderson Silva. Um, yeah. He beat Vulcan. He knocked Stipe out, and he beat Dark Lewis. And obviously, we know about the Jones fights. One being overturned to a no contest after the after the drug situation, and the other one being a fairly a, a, a competitive but legitimate decision. Are those all UFC? Or no, 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 because the other ones were from the heavyweight. Uh, oh, the, the Rodrigo Brunetti. Silva right, and right, right, the right, right, um, right, right. the Barnett. Fair enough. I just rattled off like I'm not kidding. There's like five or six legends, like Hall of Famers. I mean, Hendo is an absolute legend. Yeah. Anderson Silva was arguably the greatest of all time for for yeah, quite but, some but time. He was. Stipe, like we talked about, the most successful UFC heavyweight champion of all time. Uh, defend, yes. Right? Yeah, definitely. Technically the most successful, if you want to put it that way. And most defended. When we say successful, I, that's that's like a arbitrary well, it, well, it was DC's own words, anyway. That's what he said. He's the most well defended. Defended the most times. You want to be more clear about that? I can't. I can describe it. Can you say it in a different? Ways. I don't I think there are actually. Yeah. We've struggled to say it no He's matter what. Defended it more times than anybody else. <laughs> okay. All right. Everybody other? else has defended it less times. Less than time. Okay. I like, I like what well, you did there. You're gonna test me, asshole. I like what you did there. And Frank Mir is, is a legend in his own right. In the heavy Frank Mir. Frank Mir. How does he mispronounce? I'm Frank his Jones. Name? You ever see that compilation? And so Polelli. I mean, I know no one cares about that fight, but that's actually that. legit. I don't know. I mean, just fucking whatever. Do what you want with DC, but I think he's amazing. I love him. Uh, abs. And then I, I guess we, we, we don't really need to go back to the Curtis Blades and God, I think we already covered that. So, um, I, just, I just want to say that I think the UFC is making a dire mistake. Yes. It's their thinnest division. He's he's powerful. a guy with so much potential, potential. and he's one, he's one vicious knockout away from being the most exciting heavyweight on the planet. And now you're burying him in China to what was it? What are they, 12 China. hours off? I don't know. I think they have. It's like fucking Monday afternoon right now in China or something, right? Um, so whatever. It's not the same time as it is here. It's 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 like twelve hours off, and they gave him the worst matchup you could possibly get. For credit him, yeah. credit to Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades de- deserves to 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 you know use somebody else as a stepping stone 100%. and work his way into the top, whatever you want to call it, top five, top three, whatever. Oh. That's great. He's he's uh, Curtis Blades is great, um, but do we do we? As a promotion, is that what we're trying to do here? I mean... I think they just want... They, there's a personal thing going on. It's clear. Well, that... But I also think part of it is... Um, hey, let's put these two... Hey, how are you doing? Uh, is this the first card in China? I don't think anybody... In, I mean, well, it's not true. The Asian crowds do like the muscle-bound guys. They, they probably would love and go. No, I don't even mean that, but just like far as like, oh, we got to put some at, names and... Uh, they, Curtis Blades a name? Looking, I mean, uh, you know that that card is is gross. Look at that card. Well, it's not a pay per view. I think they've fought, they've had UFC in China before. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know if in China proper it might be whatever. Um, it's it's it makes no sense. I it speaks to me about the fact that Dana and him are probably still not on very good terms, and I think the UFC is burying him. 
and trying to teach him a lesson, and they're going to let him go on a few fight losing streak and get abused because Stipe did what he wanted to do with Ngannou. Curtis Blades might not beat him up as brutally as, as a guy like no, Stipe could, but Spose will control not. and dominate him yeah. to the point where his will will be broken. He's vulnerable as is. They're going to shatter this guy. So why, I don't know if there's so this, any this value to the promotion. As far as Dan and his grudges slash, I don't understand the in any capacity, but especially because obviously this is an MMA slash UFC centric podcast that the continual cutting off your nose to spite your face. I don't get it. Hey, I'm gonna do this personal grudge or do this or that for what reason? The long-term success of your business model, you're hurting to do what? To prove a point? To prove a personal vendetta? To do that? Like, aren't we past that, Dana? This is even better. I forgot about this. Yeah, the guy hit me with it. Nganu already fucking stopped Curtis Blades. He was bleeding. Yep. He was dumping pints of blood yep. onto the canvas. Yep. Now, okay, he was still coherent and everything. It's not like he was, like, so rattled. He was a super tough guy. But Nganu inflicted so much damage on him that the doctor stopped the fight. So he has even less to gain from this fucking fight. Now he's getting a rematch with a guy with momentum with all the advantage in the area where Nganu is the weakest. And there's no name power Dude, there. I mean... And he already beat him. You couldn't find the... That makes it even worse. I don't... I don't Dramatically worse. I don't know. I don't know what to do. What I, do you do with that? What are you doing? I said, let it's him go knock. The, uh, let him go knock uh, Stefan Struve's head off. I, I, That's I, fine. I go go break his think, face. I don't think we're being. I mean, you can see it's the wrong word or full of ourselves. Or whatever. I honestly think they would. And, and it's not. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not now. I would love to sit in a room with Dana and, like you said, imagine that boardroom and be like, guys, guys, have you thought of this? Have you thought of this? Have you thought of the long term implications of this? Have you thought of the long term business model of this that, and the other thing? Uh, can we not rush this or do this vendetta of the? Because you know the owners are like, it's like it's like again. I, I, I I'm not apologizing. Fuck it. Like baseball or any other sport, when they bring in your quote unquote baseball people, the owners mm, might not know what the the right moves are. So they bring in quote unquote baseball people. They're just the owners. They're like the figureheads. They bring in the people that make the decisions. Like, sure. no, this is what you need to do. No, don't sign him for more than this. Than yeah, they this know all the metrics. Now, and they got all I, stuff I think that the owners, WME or whatever the fuck it is, are like, uh, we don't really know. We just bought this to make some money. Dana, we trust you. And and, and now now Dana has way too, almost more power. Well, you like you said, he has like full autonomy over exactly. everything, which is, exactly. I think, who better to give it to? But with the personality flaws, I think it's, it's obviously, it rears its head at times in a way where, but surround him. These with, kind of situations just make you like cringe. I'm not, I'm not going to go to the politics. But, I, but, but like, I guess why don't you like surround him or put, at least have some people around you that like can consult and yeah, get somebody on the board advice, that can like, kind of hey, challenge you know him or whatever. Think about this a little bit. Don't get so emotionally involved. Don't this or that. You know what I mean? Because you can't tell me he's not emotionally involved one way or the other. Sometimes for the good, sometimes for the you know bad. Of and sometimes he has good intentions, like with Rhonda, and putting it in there against Amanda, who we all knew. Yeah, well, was he, going he to just he just had his blinders on with that one. But like you know, I think when the Fertitas are there, there was an accountability to the fact that these other guys who he respected so much and are basically brothers to him had their own personal relationships with some of these other guys too. So it kind of insulated some of these fighters at times, like 
I can't I can't think of any perfect examples off the top of my head, but there's plenty of guys that would only uh, do their do their negotiations and things like this through the Fertitas, and they wouldn't deal with Dana. Right. But Dana would have no choice but to just kind of say, I'm not going to get into that. We don't even have negotiations with that guy. You know, myself, I haven't spoken to him at all. But you now, know, Lorenzo deals with him on his own, blah, blah, blah. But he wouldn't be able to just full-blown bury a fucking guy because he's got an issue. Because on the flip side, he has two other people he's, he's answering to and also that he respects and thinks so highly of that maybe Dana has a personality gripe with the guy or whatever or, or a personal issue, but the other guys don't or they click better or they have a different kind of connection with the guy and, and he, he, he had no way around that he had to leave it alone. You know what's funny? What's that? It kind of goes back to the Askren thing because for those who don't know, there's, there's been an ongoing beef with Askren and Dana White because yeah. Askren wants, he's, 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 listen, American wrestle at heart. They love challenges. They love the grind and whatever. So he want he wanted to test himself with the best of the best. Sure. We all know that's the UFC, right? Sure. So he's been wanting to get in the UFC for a while. And then retired in his prime. Just I'm not going to get into the whole get... backstory. There's some things that were said, this and that. There were some meetings and some weird miscommunications back in the day. Never weird what? Miscommunication. Listen, my voice is gone. And I'm <laughs> that was, no, it's perfect. My voice though. is gone. I'm trying to burp. Miscommunication. Hold on. Perfect to say that, that while you're trying to say communication. Right. Exactly. <laughs> It's almost like you played that on purpose. Trying to say the word pronunciation. (laughs) So uh, it's like, all right, we kind of accepted the fact that he's not going to be in the UFC. And we've actually, like, again, mentioned it maybe in passing or whatever in uh, past episodes. And it was like, you know what? The only way that got done, how was the only way that got done? Joe Rowe. Well, that's part of it. But Oh, because DJ wanted to move on also. I remember remember saying to you, uh, you're like, I don't know if he really did a whole night grudge against DJ. Maybe it wasn't so much a grudge where it was like, we don't see this as being marketable. We, he can't, the quote possibly greatest of all time is at 125 and it doesn't sell. He can't headline a pay-per-view. That division's probably going to fold now. Um, it's worth it to get rid of him and we'll bring in this guy who mm, I don't necessarily like, but I dislike DJ more and or I can monetize Askren Coming yeah. in more, he's got the he comes in. He has it. Like he has it. Well, Mount now apparently has unblocked him, but as of as of last night, still hasn't hadn't unblocked him yep. on Twitter. I know. Uh, Classic. He he. You know when they asked that at the press conference, and that's what I thought when he asked him at the press conference about him, he was like he deflected and we just talked about DJ and we kind of was just like, hey, we, DJ's we, great. We Good luck with him. Co- collectively booed him. Yeah. To death. So like everyone, we all booed him, whatever. But then I thought I'm like, you know what? He's just setting up for tomorrow night. It's going to be a big like introduction. Nothing. They flash him up there. That was all it was. It's like that, really? Yeah, so, so you like, want you want to you're still you going to hold the You want to maximize the return on the trade. Let's not even mention it. Yeah, you know? but, but I, I want to like my 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 feud with him is more important. Like what you can't yeah. have it both ways. I, I I I disagree. And neither of us know. Obviously, I disagree with the with the DJ, um, the DJ thing because I think that I think it was status quo for Dana. I don't think it it mattered to him too much either way. But I think it was something that became apparent to him that, that it was important to DJ, that DJ wanted to move on. And again, if if Matt Hume has stake with one championship, well, which I never knew, too, yeah. and all this kind of stuff, you know, he's a challenges guy and he's gotten to this point and stayed as much or more focused than any other mixed martial artist we've ever seen to be able to keep going back and keep fucking being the same contenders. And it's it's exhausting to try and get up and get in get up for a camp that takes you away from your family beats you down physically, beats you down mentally, to go fight a guy that you have everything to lose, nothing to gain because you've already finished that guy before. And he's done that multiple times. So to go back and do that coming off of a somewhat controversial, you know, split decision loss to to, to give away his 
greatest reigning, you know, title defense. Um, I was going to say title, but that's a bit redundant. But, you know, that... that uh, you do like redundancy. I am. I'm in the, the redundancy department. Whatever. You get the, you get, you get the idea. I think that he was being very genuine in the sense that he felt like this would be a totally different challenge for him. And he, he liked, I don't know, the format. He liked that there was a new pool of contenders. And that he still admitted on the way out that there's nothing wrong with the, um, you know, the quality of the contendership in the UFC. But how many times can we do this over and over again with these guys? It's just kind of like a constant churning of people that are all calling him out and working their way back up and fighting him again and fighting him again. They were talking about him fighting Benavidez for like the 19th time. I, I right. don't need to so, see that fucking and fight. I think, I think that speaks you know? volumes about as far as the future of the 125 division in the it's UFC done. because it's done. it's done. Because the, I don't know if it's, no, it hasn't been announced yet, but we're pretty sure that Suhudo is going to fight <clears throat> TJ for, and what, what belt is it for? It's for the 135. It has to be for the 135. It's for the 135, and that tells you. But there will be a symbolic no, title was on the line, He's I like, I want to go down. I mean, I can cut. I can get to 125 because he wanted to do, get two belts as well. But it speaks volumes that they're going to do it at 135 because that means that you know the 125 is gone. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt because Cejudo struggled with his weight so much anyway. It's like it's well, just it, it's all fine. It makes sense. I mean, look, none of us none of us are going to cry over it. Just do me a favor and I, add the other divisions. I'm and we'll be fine. Cat. I might cry. Well, that's true. You might cry over it, but. You know, it'd be, it'd be nice to just let those other ones. Maybe maybe that's their perfect launching point to say, all right, we we, we lost this one. We'll fucking launch a bunch of others, and you know, we'll get we'll get this party started with the uh, you know the breakdown of every ten pounds when we get you know until we get up to light heavy like we talked about. So I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, all in all, absolutely amazing event that we that we got to be a part uh, of. I'm so I'm so glad. Um, Even with listen, the Dustin Diaz thing is gonna haunt me for my life. I thought that was gonna be the best fight well, card and whatever, but I, I really it sucks. But trying to look past it and enjoy it for what it was. Um, really glad we went. It was really enjoyable the night before too. And um, I said I wasn't gonna do this, but Outlaw King on Netflix looks fucking dope. I haven't seen any previews for it, but yeah, I'm looking just, forward to it because I'm always looking for it. We were talking. I wanted you to look at it. Got it. We'll look at it later. Um, that, what was that? Was that the soccer players outside? Yeah, probably. All right. I should have just ignored it. Mm -hmm. I always tell you to do that. I just didn't take my own advice. Yeah. The voice is fading. Yeah. What do you want to do? You were going to say Well, I, um, I was just going to say that uh, I think my, my biggest takeaway from this whole thing as good of an event as it was, um, and as impressive as DC and Stylebender's accomplishments and all this kind of stuff, right. is that you know you look at a girl like Sejara and and you look at a girl like Roxanne and you just can't say enough about about the level of competition right now in that in that division and where these where these contenders are going and it's a travesty that Sejara didn't get to um, you know showcase that that phenomenal skill set. Um, for so the main as, as Alabardo because... may say this I can't even make eye contact with him I looked away I put my head down this is why we need the video aspect yeah. I know what you're doing and I don't like it yeah. um, I do like it so yeah I mean, we can talk about that for a second that was the saddest thing I've ever seen in See, my talk but very entertaining nonetheless for a different reason But yeah it, it was just funny because like you complain about all this stuff and then you put on that kind of performance against again Roxanne you kept saying before the fight She's got a great ground game. She's got a great. Ground game. She is very underwhelming all the time. 
in every all aspect. Right, all right, I so, mean, great, ga- great ground game is uh, tripping me up. Number one, the Dillies have kicked in. You said that a million times. Number last two, night, by the way. Um, you kept saying it. You know, you ke- you, you was was it was, was it was it on display last night? Not so much. No. Um, look, I don't. I don't even. I'm obviously at a loss for words, which is like, pretty rare. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk shit to Joe Rogan after a win. I'm gonna do this, this, and that. They disrespect me, blah blah, and then have that kind of performance. So you, you miss weight, and then she you goes fight at the a girl end. like Roxanne, who's not dangerous anywhere under any circumstances, no. and you don't do anything to her whatsoever. She actually got clipped a few times. I mean, albeit those punches wouldn't have hurt a fly, but she did get punched in the face a few times, which is embarrassing to say the least. And you know. The fact that the UFC had had the audacity to book her as the main event at MSG, forget about the other stuff that happened. I love and the how, word audacity. I don't use it. Enough. What else did they see that we haven't seen in the film that made them think that that might actually? Can make you imagine sense? if that, that we were t- we were saying this to each other last uh, night? That Can you imagine if that was the, been, the, the main event. We would, it would have been such a bad look for the UFC. Audacious. <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> You want to tell what? You want to tell the, the audience yeah, why you're laughing yeah, right now? Yeah, Dan's getting a call from home. Which I don't know. I, I don't know still what. Have it programmed as home. My parents. Yeah, I, I don't know what uh, motivated him to do this earlier, but he's like, "I'm gonna call my mom." I'm like, "What?" I never. So yeah, I'm gonna call my mom right now on speaker. I'm like, "We're about to launch the pod. Why would you?" I was like, "Is that like a super quick phone call or what?" what? Yeah, yeah, 15 seconds tops. 15, 15 seconds. And he calls and he's like, oh, they're probably at church. They won't pick up. So she doesn't pick up. He leaves a super awkward voicemail on there. And he's like, they're going to be so confused. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't call them. I, I haven't, they haven't heard my voice in months. I don't know. They're going to be really... I never call and she gives me shit for it. So I thought I'd leave an awkward voicemail, which I did. Yeah. And she's probably You're gonna like, have to deal are with the you on drugs? Oh, yes, it's going to be bad news. Yeah. I'm not that worried about it. Um... But yeah, I mean, Roxanne, besides everything else, oh, she, that's looked, what I she say. looked great last night. Physically. Physically. So I want to... So bad. Uh, that... I don't know. We're being, we're being fair and objective because we always talk about how hot all the fighters are. We need to talk about how ugly some of them are too. Mm-hmm. So real quick, just to be... you know, Not to be massages. Yeah. Luke Rockhold, great looking guy. Great looking guy. Uh, Eubanks, Eubanks, at the end of the fight, I didn't catch it. You told me. After, I'm like, I heard the pop or whatever, the reaction from the crowd after you said it. But what'd she say? You go... She goes, oh, um, anybody booing or whatever, blah, 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 blah. You try cutting twenty pounds and then get and then, yeah, get and then back come and talk to me. All right, uh, ass. Then go to a different weight class, stupid. Or just pick a different profession. Like it's like me saying to her, you know, uh, go get an engineering degree. And it's like, what does that have to do? With it? What are we doing? Here? Yeah, go get a phys ed. You're just and, uh, yelling at a bunch of people that are paying yeah, your. We're, we're basically funding her paycheck, and she's upset that we're holding her to a standard of being now professional. I have, a, now I, have, I have a question. You want to play the voicemail out loud? Should we play the hundred percent? Should we play it? No question. Without editing it, well, put we it on speaker. It don't if edit it. If something happens, no, no. I want her to be like, Dan, the the results came right, back. You are not the father. Here we go. Your daily call to us? Who are you kidding? Anyway, uh, yeah, we're good. We're home now. I have to make one more communion call to my neighbor next door. He just got home from surgery. That's exciting. But, um, uh, yeah, so uh, everything's okay. And uh, well, I guess we'll see you Monday night, right, as planned? Or if there's a change, let us know. Okay, bye. So that no, proves no that I never there. call them. No love you. No, no, no. no. Like, well, one because I never call. Them. Kidding, I told, the second point is I told her I'm going to come out because, like, again, my dress and all my credit cards are their dress. That's why it's right. the program. So Tuesday for those that are, uh, are not in the country or right. international listeners, but also here. Hey, go fucking vote. 
Um, I said, I'm going to come out, right. stay over Monday night, and I'm just coming out to cancel out your vote. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's <laughs> great. Just got to make sure so that, uh, I don't so let you influence that. the country in any way. No, that's good. And I don't have to edit that because that was funny. That's great. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Alan Oldis, our first uh, our first hey, guest on oh after hey, your fiance, we got uh, Alan well, Oldis oh, on the Mur- pod. Murdoch, uh, Murdoch was on the pod Murray as well. Man, then, uh, so that's my mom. Yeah, she looks she's kind of sexy voice. All right, listen, you know what? I was gonna say something. Like In fairness, um, so, so there's well, that. you were hitting on my mom at uh, Gabriel's wedding. wedding. <laughs> JG's wedding. Yeah, you were hitting on Kathy. Damn right out Kath. of us. I don't Kath over here. 100%. 100%. See if we can get to make, make something out of that. <laughs> I'm just trying to get in the family anyway I can. Whether it's moving inside and living on your couch. Fuck, you're hanging, hanging out in our apartment. You're <laughs> hanging with my mom. Yeah, it's all coming together. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't know. Did your dad did, and pull out to the steakhouse? My, my dad had his hand around your hip. When you dip, he dips, That's, we dip. Um, that was the cutest picture I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. What a fucking Look, you're, you're getting in there, man. You're, I just want to make sure I was getting invited every, yeah. week, every year. I think we established that last year. You're night, entrenched right? now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so, uh, so, uh, we'll see. It depends on the numbers. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how many impressions you get on Twitter. Good point. So, listen, follow us on Twitter. Send us a, an email to underthelightsmma at gmail.com. If you're if you you know feeling really, uh, really sassy, Make sure you include M-A-L-E, mailbag, in the subject header. And give us something to riff about, you know? Yeah. Personal, if professional, have, absolutely. somewhere in between. Questions, comments, good. concerns, anything. Um, Age, sex, location, I should have said this back. in the beginning. I kind of want to give a shout out. I feel like we got some, uh, we did, I, I feel like we could have done better, but we were just having, we almost just enjoying our own time a little too much and we probably should have networked a little bit more. But we met some people and... We did. We, we kind of chatted up and uh, chopped it up with some people and, and, and got some subscribers at the least we, like, it was almost like four subscribers. We're like, no, this is how you do it. Yeah. And made them subscribe. But maybe if we, if we have any listeners, shout out to them. Thank you so much and uh, it was nice meeting all those guys. Uh, yeah, we had, a great, we had a great time. Everybody we, we shared uh, we shared conversation with, it was all good banter and stuff, so... So, uh, unless you have something else, I thought we'd uh, let Al bring us in and, and wrap up our picks and where we are in the season yeah so a little bit disappointed we didn't we didn't see Al last night I will be honest about yeah. that he was up on the big screen obviously he was there supporting his man there uh the you know the all-american but at the end of the day um I think if, there, if there's anything that you don't want to do it's very clear that you don't want to are you leaving the spot to put in the spot you want me to say it oh I already left the spot I thought that was leaving the spot oh, so we might have to edit that we might we might not don't that about Who's bank account? My bank account. Your bank account. Everyone's bank account. And I will say too, we both cashed. Well, some, you know, maybe one more well, than the other. Uh, you you did a nice pretty, job last pretty, night. Pretty, pretty well. But just const, constantly in the green in this game that we call MMA. And Listen. you guys got to get on these picks. It, you know, this is exciting. We'll get into the picks now. We'll talk about that, and we'll we'll, we'll kind of put a, yeah, a little ribbon be, on on this thing. To be fair, to be fair, I was like, you know what? The, we got there right as the. Under, the, the prelims were starting. Not the pre-prelims. At 8 o'clock, we were walking in the building. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I got to throw some money on these. So I just started betting all the underdogs, just whatever. And I was hitting all of them except Roxanne, which I knew was stupid. But I already hit a couple, so I was like, Screw. So sexy. So I was just crushing it. I was just crushing the game all night. The only, the only thing I lost was I bet on Brunson. Yeah. That was it. And I got... And I got I you, I got I you flowing on that cannoneer uh, upset. Yeah, also. I, I, got, I hit so much shit. Like, I did yeah. well. And I, I'm, we're not trying to do that. But point is... New listeners, old listeners, loyal listeners, the LLs. 
get all these picks without some crushing the game. Yeah, man. And we, you know, we'd love to get like a pregame or something like that going with the with the loyals also. Like if you get a couple of the guys to come down and we go meet up at you know, uh, one of these bars uh, close by to the, the venue or something like that. 100%. If everybody doesn't want to go to the fights, you know, we go meet up, have a couple brews, or meet up afterwards and, and talk about the event. Um, that kind of stuff, we're, we're all in on that. It's 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 a big social game over here. Social game is strong. <laughs> what did uh, Stop Ben just say about his pull-out game is strong? <laughs> yeah, he said that Rockhold's pull-out game is strong. Which <laughs> 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 is it's very cute. And, uh, and probably true funny. because he's a, he's a beautiful man and he's probably dicking down uh, everything this way from Sunday and hasn't, uh, so, hasn't um, had any legitimate kids pop up. Do you want Al to bring us in back in again? Yeah, you don't know, let's, let's give it another shot. And that's why he hits it every time. Such a stallion. <laughs> you know what? He's a stallion. Such a stallion. Ah, we love you, buddy. Um, here we go. So we got... Let's just run through it. <clears throat> well, let's do it this way. You pick Brunson. I pick Stylebender in the third round TKO. Uh, I won, obviously. And I got the dick down with the TKO. I'm not going to go crazy with the numbers and all this stuff, but whatever. Uh, I picked Wyman. You picked Jacques Ray. And you, you did really well there with the with the uh, underdog, so you, you got some cash there. DC, we both had DC. This guy, if you follow us on Twitter, at Lombardo MMA over here, last minute change, and I tweeted out there, so you, it's uh, it's timestamp. He switched it to a submission from TKO, uh, so he got that dick down. Uh, I got the round, though. All things being said, going into this, after the first pay-per-view of the season, I was up $5. Um... After this one, I gained another 10, which is nice on my part, but we're still right there. And what's really cool, and I mentioned this to Alan Bar MMA uh, as I was doing the math for this to, to wrap it up, um, it's not going to be one more. There's, we got two cards in the summer to finish up the season, which is nice. We got the card that we're still debating if we're going to go around Toronto, yeah. which is... Um, Ortegem and Holloway and uh, JJ and Shevchenko. And then to finish out the year, the the banger, the New Year's Eve, it's not New Year's Eve, but you know, the end of the year, New Year's. Yeah, the uh, press where we attended. Right, was uh, Cyborg and Nunez, and of course, John Jones and Gufferson. John Jones. John Jones. Um, So we have two more to finish it up, and it's great because we're we're neck and neck to to sum it up because I know everyone's dying to know. But overall, I'm at $915. You're yep. at $900. Yep. So oh, is that, is that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, 900 on the, yeah, we, we said that already. So yep. it's it's neck and neck, and it's anybody's season. You won the first season. I'm trying to yeah. even it up. We got a lot of base coming through right now. It's like now. Jurassic Park when T-Rex is taking the steps, and you see uh, the cup with the water just moving and vibrating. You're looking for the word ripples. That's a perfect word for it. Yeah, because that's what it is. Because it's not like moving and vibrating. It's just rippling, mm-hmm. right? You, I love how Atlan Bar on the May likes words, to rip man. on my Portland education. I went there to be a fucking phys ed major, not to be fucking you know an astrophysicist. Here we go. Here we go. This guy loves to talk about how well educated he is from oh, fucking Hofstra with his engineering background Relax. and can't fucking find ripple. Yep. You piece of garbage. Yep. Um, He's right. Anything else we you got? About I mean, your vocab, yeah, it's a great way impressive. to end a terrible chemistry. <laughs> Let's just fight. What a, what a, you know what? This is what I was going to say. Oh, here we go. I like, all, I like this energy. I was thinking this already even coming in. With all the back and forth and all the competitive shit and all the bullshit, let's do, let's do this together. You want to do it together? Simultaneous. Together, my favorite boy bath. And together now? No, together. It was like a fake but slash real bath. The boy MTV bath. fake one from the show? Yeah. The calculus? Give me the, yeah, I know my calculus. 
And also, uh, the second Senko, which was, uh, what was it? Don't, don't give me the news, give me the weather. Don't give me the weather, give me the news. Oh, yeah. the news yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want the news, not the weather. Well, I mean, we like so bring us back. Bring us back and then end it. What, what do you want to do here? Let's do an un, ta, chai. Oh, simultaneous. And with that, I guess. Is that really it? I mean. It's upsetting. Where are we at? Uh, yeah, I think we should cut it's it. It's good timing. Yeah. What do we say? I don't want to leave. I never want this to end. Uh, uh, yes. yes.